And with that, we are live on air. CJSW 90.9. This is the SU Weekly Show. Yes, brought sir. to you by the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> the, the one who provides us all the music. Mm-hmm, the one mm-hmm. who brings the variety. And by variety, I mean the FIFA 10 soundtrack, of course. <laughs> Michael Handy, my brother, how are you? That's right. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I love that for the first time, I think, you're the one introducing the FIFA 10 soundtrack. Uh, I had to. Well, I, I mean, I had to beat you to the punch one time. You, you did. You did. Jeez. That's right. Yeah. You get one point in this. In this, uh, this show is sort of like our game of FIFA. Mm. Yeah. And you've just scored a point. There you go. Might I say it was it was a nice one. It wasn't just like a tap in. This was like this was a good one. Come on, yeah. Let's get it right. Give me some prize. Come on. Come on. For those of you wondering, the song was uh, "Black Wax" uh, off the album "Hey Everyone." By the band, and this is the real name, Danana Nacroid. <laughs> Danana Nacroid. What is that? What does that mean? It's like Dan Aykroyd, you know, the actor. But but. Anyway, speaking of introductions, <laughs> we got a full house today. In we the do. Booth. The booth is cooking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are we cooking with? <laughs> uh, we're cooking with some guests. <laughs> Ooh, baby, let's get into introductions here. Yes, we got, uh, guests. Would you like to introduce yourselves? We've got two guests. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. My name is Arib. I am currently the SU kinesiology rep. Uh, I am here today to deliver some good messages of the good stuff the SU does, and I'm also here to fight everybody in my faculty for not running for the position. This is going to be hell yes. an incredible experience, everyone. This is, this is going to be a good show i'm, I'm and guest number two hello everybody my name's megan and i'm currently the science faculty rep um, which is super awesome i don't have to fight anybody in my faculty because there are four candidates for three positions Ooh. so <laughs> i don't be fighting election. nobody today we got to get one of those to go to kines yeah exactly switch faculties yeah, yeah. real quick Let's yeah whoever one. whoever loses the science race has to has, has to, to be, be the kines I'll, I'll personally enroll you exactly. wait wait now now i'm a little lost because Kinesis has a faculty of science majoring in kinesiology portion, no? We have a faculty of science? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, okay. There's, there's, a degree, there's a degree you can get that's like faculty of kinesiology, right? And then there's a degree you can get in faculty of science, but in kinesis, no? Absolutely. I'm just making fun of you. I saw that oh. promise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, thought, yo, I, thought, I, I thought I had a messed up. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. For those of you who are wondering, kinesiology is a pretty diverse program because there's two different degrees that you can actually pursue with it. What Assad was referring to uh, is not the faculty of science, but it's a bachelor of science. There you um, go. There that's you go. actually Thank the name of the degree. It's, it's impressive. <laughs> Some of us actually go to university to get a degree, Assad. But... <laughs> <laughs> Some of us. Some Michael and I are here for a good time on CJSW, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what happens when you become an SU exec. I think you give up on the academic side of life for a little bit, and it's just, it must be a nice change, though. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Speaking of, uh, this is uh, uh, probably we're going to lose a few listeners for, to this anecdote. Oh, oh no. I was, uh, uh, when I got acclaimed into this role, uh, one of the old SU presidents uh, uh, who I was like friends with on Facebook added me to a page called Governance Memes for <laughs> Students oh, me Union too. Teams. Oh, me too. I'm in that. You got added to it. I'm in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the driest humor it's so, ever. I mean, listen, I'm sure all these people have contributed a lot of great things to their students' <laughs> unions, but they're not contributing very much in the way of comedy, I'll tell you what. Yo, it's like, it's like jokes about Robert's Rules. You know? Yo, like, 
like everyone's freaking out that the new edition of Robert's Rules dropped. And I'm like, bro. Who cares? You know, yeah. <laughs> literally, cares? Robert's oh Rules, Ricky's Rules, Ricky's Romanda's rules. rules, bro. All the rules. Let's go. Uh, I don't care. And no, the reason I thought of that is because you said uh, that, oh, the academic side drops off. And one of the memes I saw on that page was... Uh, oh, that classic student government moment, and it's just an email from like a university admin being like, "You've been placed on academic probation." <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh god! See, oh, it's funny. Yeah. This actually reminds me. Um, Megan and I we once had a chat that was just about if you took like organic chemistry and you threw in Robert's rules into it just to see what would happen. <laughs> uh, I, I can pull up the conversation at one point, but it's this entire debate of just like, is the meeting balanced? Everybody can the dechlorinated atoms really participate in the? <laughs> discussion it was wonderful yeah well, like like oh. i like this discussion <laughs> I, I like i mean as someone who who i wouldn't say took organic chemistry because i think it took me um <laughs> me too, Asad, me too. but like whoa that's a pretty neat conversation I oh say. i'm gonna pull it up I real quick say. i will find it for y'all so are, my best are, are chemistry we, humor are we talking robert's rules within like an organic body like the no no, no organs no, 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 and no, no. stuff within like a Within the content matter of organic chemistry class. Oh, yeah. I've never taken that class, guys. I'm a, I'm a stupid art Ooh. student. I, oh, don't do the art I'm students a, like that. I love my art I'm students. I'm a small, uh, small brain, no wrinkles in it. <laughs> art <laughs> student. <laughs> smooth brain, brain smooth energy. Brain, <laughs> brain art student. Smooth brain art student. I think oh, I've man. gone too far back. Where is this? Okay, well, while Arib looks for this, uh, what I'm sure is going to be a really great meme. Uh, let's get a couple tunes under, under our belt What do we got here. coming up for today, Michael? We've got, uh, honestly, not as many songs as we're used to, because we've got a ton of people in the booth, and we want to hear, uh, you know, what they all have to say. Who's we? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I want to hear from y'all. I want to hear from y'all. <laughs> uh, all right, but for now, uh, let's get a couple more tunes going. Crank them up, baby. Say I told you so And if I ever hurt you You know I hurt myself as well Is that any way for a man to carry on I want my loved one gone Said I love you More than you ever know More than you know Money. 
You know where my paycheck went You know I brought it home to you, baby And I never spill a red sand hey. Is that any way for a man to carry on? Do you think I want my love alone? That you demand I could be king of everything Or just a tiny grain of sand Now tell me Is that any way for a man to carry on?
Bing bong. <laughs> We're back. back to the show. How are we doing? Uh, yo, Michael. Before we get to what the songs we just heard. Uh, yo, Asad, why why are we not hearing you right now? Oh, you couldn't hear me the whole time. Yeah, I was about to. No, ask. no, well, no, we could we could hear you before. What what's? Uh... Oh man. Yeah, we can't hear you now. Hello. Nope. Hello. Oh. I I I don't know. Oh, I want. Can the audience hear me? Uh, <laughs> Here, go go uh, share share a reed. I have, I have a f- yeah. fun free microphone for you, my friend. Oh, share share a mic with a reed. Uh, <laughs> come be my best friend. Get Bing over bong. here. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I've been yelling, so I hope they heard it on one of the mics. Yeah, somebody heard it. Well, right. welcome back to the show, folks. Uh, this is yes, your weekly show uh, where we have special guests. Try her microphone. We can't hear you. Is it my voice? Could it be my voice? <laughs> no, I can still hear you. I'm I, fine. I can yeah, hear you just yeah, fine. Yeah, I'm just deaf. I, whoa, Helen okay. Keller. <laughs> anyways, anyways, uh, Megan, let's yeah. start off with you. I got a question for you. Ask me anything. What's it like being a science rep? It's great. Yeah, I love it. I get to meet a whole bunch of different people. Uh, I love sitting on my committees, especially nice. the university ones. It's nice to know how they like work and mm-hmm. think. Ah, uh, you know, that's so true. Yeah, that's so true. You sit at these committees and you're like, whoa. This is how things happen. Governance. But like Governance. a lot of the committees, maybe maybe this is true, I don't know. A lot of the committees you go there and you just kind of talk. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what is actually happening? You know, I got a couple of those. I got a yeah. couple of those where you just kind of sit there and your camera's on and then they just talk for like an hour and a half. Yeah. And you're like, cool, glad y'all are interested in this. <laughs> this has been great. The minutes are just five sentences long and you're like, okay, so what actually got covered? Yeah, they're like pretty <laughs> much the committee met. Ah, wow. Cool. Thanks. Awesome. Uh, Arib, what do you like about being a Kinesi rep? Oh, my. I could tell you all about the Kinesi rep role. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll be honest. It's actually uh, what I, I usually post about this stuff on the, the D2L page of kinesiology, and this is something I talk about an awful lot. Um, it is probably the most actively involved Thing a student can associate themselves with and I have a really good time just like Megan was talking about um, doing things like sitting on committees uh, but to me honestly the favorite my favorite part about everything is being able to just interact with uh, our kinesiology students uh, hitting them up having phone calls chatting with them and just hearing about what's going on in their lives mm-hmm. even when it's complaining about biomechanics <laughs> and let me tell you and the x lab don't forget the x lab bing bong <laughs> hello Arif I got a problem bing bong got a problem for you Exactly, yeah. And honestly speaking, it is it's it's the kind of position where if you value giving back to your community and supporting the people in and around you, it's the kind of thing I highly recommend giving a shot. I love working with the SU, and I'm not just saying that because I'm surrounded by like three <laughs> other people on the yeah. SU. Yeah. He he he's only saying that because he legally has to. We're <laughs> contractually binded. Yeah, yeah. We're we're not letting him leave before he says that he loves us. <laughs> Yeah, I signed the con. I, I didn't read the fine print, and now I'm stuck in here saying what y'all want me to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we make everybody sign the. Uh, we call it the Love Michael clause. <laughs> <laughs> and if you come to CJSW, we double down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the CJSW is the uh, Love Assad subclause. There you go. <laughs> ah, there we go. Uh, you cannot you cannot breach this contract. <laughs> um, but we have a unique opportunity here with two reps. Usually we only have one, or usually it's just Michael and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with two. Well, Assad. 
Yes. Usually it's just me, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> you got me there. Oh, you got me there. You got me there. Um, whoo. There's a water in the booth, man. It's cooking. It's hot in here. For this uh, fire. There's, there's flames being thrown around. Oh, um, what, what I was going to say is we have this unique opportunity of two reps here. And one of the things that's really fascinating to me is, is seeing the the cl- cross collaboration between reps, the camaraderie, the, the the familial relations that almost form out of just being reps. And like, for example, Megan, you are in science; they can't see the handshake, but doesn't matter. Yeah, it was for, <laughs> it was for Megan, okay? Handshake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we got science uh, representative in Megan. We got a reed representing kinesiology, and yet. There's this sort of like camaraderie that y'all have, right? Mm-hmm. And this ability to work together. I'm wondering if y'all could talk about that. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, well, to start, a lot of us have been doing our like SLC meetings together since the beginning of last semester. So we all kind of have this little family that we've grown and let cultivate in our tiny little meeting group, which has been really, really sweet. And I mean, I think Areeb and I do have some like cross-faculty connections. I almost asked him to help me do my research workshop together because <laughs> um, nice. I think there was similar application in both of them. But of course, it is like a little family. And I love I love the connections I've made with these people. And I think you get unique opportunities to work with different faculties on different projects. Mm-hmm. And it it really grows such a community and mm. love that. Big wow. second on that. I think that's one of the most incredible parts about working collaboratively with a team like the SU is that when you're when you're working on a project, there's this ongoing understanding that you're never really alone. Uh, when we're doing our get out the vote booths, there's always someone to come by, even if it's just Adrian 95% of the time. Uh, <laughs> but there's always someone to pop by, um, help out with that kind of stuff. And so it's really nice, actually, to have teams like the SU that not only interpersonally bind really, really well, uh, so I'm able to proudly call anyone sitting in, uh, in those SLC chambers my friends um it's also excellent because i know that i can rely on them for work that i need to get done um mm-hmm. just yesterday i That's needed a right. space to uh to attend a big zoom call because that was going to go on for three hours and i am not sitting in mac <laughs> hall for three hours to listen to this call uh especially when it's like the university provost is there and whatnot i kind of want to be professional every once <laughs> in know. a while um but that's something i really value so we were able to uh, find me a space and open it up and communicate in advance and that was just an excellent experience um so through and through i look at megan and i see one of my best friends look at you girl. exactly so it it is it is absolutely amazing to be part of a team like this you heard it here first folks join slc for friends (laughs) (laughs) f-r-i-e-n-d that's fella right that's fella right you got it it. let's get it (laughs) love that Mm -hmm. that. you know Mm -hmm. what else i love what do you love, Asad? The jams we were playing. Ooh. Oh, the jams. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't I can't lie. It kind of put me in like a little <laughs> calm vibe. I wanted yeah. to I wanted yeah. to pop off today. And that's why when we went on the when when we started this mic break, I started yelling because I wanted to pick us back up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we put us in a little jazz vibe where everyone's calm and like, "Hello, welcome back." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. "No, hello and welcome back." <laughs> there we go. You know. Well, I had to respond to your yelling somehow, mm-hmm. right? I, yeah, 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 by turning it. down his mic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah he turned Shutting it off. Yeah. <laughs> he turned my mic off, and he's like, "Hey, your mic's not working." I see you now. Uh, yeah, no, that's crazy, Asad. Oh, yeah, so anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so the songs that we just heard, uh, the first one there was I Love You More Than You'll Ever Know. Thanks, Michael. 
Yeah, no problem. Aww. So what's the song title? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the song title is I Love You More Than You'll Ever Know. Ah, oh, don't it's... say it again, man. <laughs> Make the song, silly. <laughs> uh, off the album Extension of a Man by Donny Hathaway. Oh, And uh, one we just heard. <laughs> <laughs> no, Assad. It's, it's cute and innocent, okay? Of course. You, I know you love me more than you I can't ever read know. It I know Dude, I'm an anatomy student. <laughs> Hearing something like that is just not it. <laughs> No, it's just it's his extension of his emotions, okay? Yeah. Of of oh, nothing else more nefarious. It says, oh, That's you know what? what? I will I will accept that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you more than you know, so. Oh, oh. I appreciate it, Asad. Uh, <laughs> 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 so anyway, <laughs> well, yo, what's the vibe? What was the jazz song? What was that vibe? Uh, the one right after was "Red Baron" by Billy Cobham off the album Spectrum. Well, that sounds familiar. Uh, How do I know that? Uh, you might have heard it before. <laughs> nah, bro, 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 bro. I need you to hit me with some wisdom. How do I know that? Because uh, me, I'm not like a huge music uh, connoisseur mm, of sorts, mm. right? And yet, right. I, I know something like that. So why? Uh, Give me the answers, Michael. I don't know. So Where I'm was not... this? Was this in a popular movie? I feel like I'm, I'm getting interrogated. such philosophy vibes right now. Uh, how do I know? How do I know Mr. What I know? Music major, please tell well, me. Well, that's why I'm asking him, right? Asan, uh, it's your job to know this stuff. How do you know? I'll turn the question around. Know? Oh, this is a great epistemological question. Uh, There's actually this. different frameworks of knowing yep, and knowledge, go. right? And so first thing you have to prove is your existence, right? You can't know mm-hmm. without existing, right? And so sure. That's uh, the first step of most things. Oh, well, yeah, of course, of course, of course. But especially That's sometimes how we, they they make us do things in the SU. They're like, first mm. you have to first prove, prove yeah. establish that you exist. <laughs> no, but like for real, because like we could exist in a way in which is being manipulated to know what we know. And so, like, can you actually know something, or is it like injected into you? And so, like, you have to prove existence first, right? Uh, and so, you know. Uh, a fellow by the name of Descartes sat there and meditated for oh, a bit no, and said, oh. <laughs> and then he came up with, you know, I think, therefore I am, right? Mm-hmm. And so he says, at the, at, the, at the fundamental level, I have thoughts. And because I have thoughts, that must mean that I exist, right? Because even if I exist in like a simulation, the existence is granted, Right. Mm. And so they didn't have language of simulation back then. He just thought he was being tricked by the devil. Right. Oh, no. (laughs) But then he concluded, nah, God's a nice guy. He wouldn't do that. So (laughs) so you establish existence. And then from existence, you you establish, okay, what else do I know? Because now this is the first thing that I know, right, is that I exist. And then from there, you can build on. uh, But that's the classical view of things. Um, There's obviously other ways of knowing. Uh, and it, you get this in societies where, like, for example, the indigenous folks, their ways of knowing are informed by oral practices. Mm. And so their epistemological framework is vastly different than the written or European style of things, right? And so um, yeah, how do we know what we know? Very fascinating. Yeah, there's yeah. very different frameworks of knowing. Uh, but how do we know what we know is just going right back to the things and thinking – Okay, what are certainties in life? And there's not many of them. 
That's honestly pretty incredible. I'll, I'll, I'll be real. I asked that question as a complete joke, but I am so glad I got the response that I did. This is why yeah. you talk to someone like Asa that you feel like you learned something even when he thinks he's joking with you. It's, oh, it's not a incredible. joke. It's not a joke. Epistemology is an entire, entire field of study. And yeah. you know what's wild? Let me get into like the wild Yo. contemporary issues of epistemology. Okay. Contemporary yes. epistemology. Internet, Ooh. bro. Internet is the wildest thing ever because, yo, have y'all have y'all heard about the internet before? I'm yeah, not sure I have what no that idea. Is, <laughs> well, get this, okay? So, <laughs> you know, I told you that like frameworks of epistemology are created by you know cultural or upbringing that are different, right? But when you're in this online world, you have like an overload of information, and so there's two ways to tell the truth. Right or I guess to 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 lie. There's two ways to lie. Hmm. One, those are not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of concerned that we confuse the two. <laughs> but like, but like when I explain what I'm saying, you'll understand that they're actually not uh, different. Okay. So let's say Megan says something and she says uh, Assad's a nice guy, mm. and let's say clear I hate lie. Assad. Yeah, let's say I hate <laughs> Assad, right? Lie. So that there's two ways I can do this. Mm. I can structure an argument against what Megan is saying. Or I can just flood the shit out of everything that's the same page, and then no one can get to know what she said. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And yeah. so when you get the internet, it not only is this happening where there's an overload of information, you, you have two choices then. You go through them and you say, well, I don't believe any of this. And if you believe none of it, then you're missing out on some truths. Mm. Or you say, I believe all of it. And if you say, I believe all of it, then you're in taking some lies mm. and you see how the truth and the lies they, they all become the same right and now it gets even wilder because social media feeds you what you interact with mm. yeah. and so the truths and the lies let's say there's 50 truths 50 lies mm. you're only going to see the things you interact with so if you see 20 things those 20 things are going to be a subset of the 50 things that you agree with and so this is what's huh. causing the polarization mm. of communities yeah you know what i'm saying where yeah. it's like like you and I, Arib, might disagree on some social issue, but like you and I can be good friends. But when we go online, you see everything that supports your claims and belittles mine, and I see everything that belittles your claims and supports mine, and so then I just hate you. And this is actually one of the really fascinating parts. Not, not him hating me, obviously. Uh, th- th- this is one of the really fascinating parts. Uh, I'm, I'm working on a couple of presentations right now uh, for Leadership on Demand, which is a super awesome little team uh, at the University of Calgary. We just put on Talk leadership presentations. It. It's sick. wonderful. Uh, the, the LOD team basically um, is comprised of a bunch of peer helpers. Uh, these peer helpers um, are either commissioned or they put together uh, workshops on a bunch of different things. And they're free to attend. They're free to listen to. You can pop in whenever, uh, usually Zoom links and stuff go live uh, you'll get them you, you know those emails that all y'all receive and like definitely read 100 percent of the way through uh, yeah yeah, yeah I, I hear all the laughter but i know these i, I know everyone in this uh, yes, room i guess i love these tuning into my you calgary daily my you uh, calgary daily yeah, you gotta get the you gotta get the the you gary digest that's you what gary we need digest. to pull out <laughs> But exactly. So the leadership on demand team, um, they put together these 
really long, really, really fun presentations. And so I happen, I'm blessed to be working with them right now. And one of the presentations I'm putting together right now is about things like cognitive bias and misinformation mm. and uh, logical errors, of mm. which I think is a super fascinating field. Facts. I'm not a philosophy major. I'm not smart enough to know about <laughs> this stuff properly. But through the reading and what I'm learning about, um, what Assad was talking about was incredibly valid and incredibly accurate there, is that there's this very pervasive mindset where people kind of love this idea of kind of self-talking themselves and even and nowadays, it's not even self-talking. You are quite literally getting shoved into this mindset yeah. by things yeah. um, like social media. I'm, I'm going to pull out the word algorithm and Zuckerberg <laughs> somewhere just turned over in his bed. Yes. Um, by, by using these kind of technological constructs, and there's a big chat in how like um, uh, neural networks and learning systems can be utilized to wow. kind of properly polarize people on these areas. Because the, the end goal, uh, assuming the company is as heartless as possible, which... Uh, I don't, I feel uncomfortable calling it meta, okay? That's a weird name. Um, which, um, that blue F thingy that used to be, um, that company um, is very notorious for doing their best to obviously keep you on the platform. The longer you browse posts, the more advertisements you see, the better it is for them. And as a consequence of this, that people end up um, interacting with only the posts that are things that are more powerful and more... Uh, more powerful to them, I should say. Facts. And mm. so, just like Assad was talking about, um, there's this very ongoing pervasive bias and kind of logical concern that is occurring for a lot of people in and around who are using social media. And mm-hmm. oftentimes, when they're really young, they're not even aware that this is happening oh, to yeah. them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if they're is, old. Or, or even yeah. if they're, if they're no, old. No, these old yeah. people yeah. will be falling for oh, it. Oh, no. Big absolutely. Time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's bad. And Especially. Sorry. Yeah, Especially with old people too. Like the other thing is when you are so misinformed or polarized, your brain can actually change your memories. So you Holy are shit. remembering things that happened in different lights that align wow. with your viewpoints. Wow. So not Absolutely. only are you consuming media that supports your viewpoint, your brain is quite literally changing your memories to support your viewpoint. Wow. This is actually, and thank you for bringing this up, Megan, you're just so smart. <laughs> this is what happens um, when arts and science combine. No, right? we're, we're gonna push, I'm so proud of us right now. So this is really fascinating. Um, from a, from a, um, like a, from my very extensive Wikipedia research, um, this is something that we call recall bias. Um, there's this, there's this pervasive idea that every time somebody is um, constantly exposed to an idea that they didn't think was true or doesn't yeah. align with one of their memories, yeah. they will, as Megan said, quite literally adapt and change their memories wow. if they believe in the source strongly mm-hmm. enough in order to um, better fit that with their mindset. Uh, and this is the way a lot of cults tend to function, which yeah. is terrifying. Uh, and I'm not going to get into cult philosophy right now. <laughs> but um, that's something that has been I very think apparent. You guys, you guys touched on a really important thing here. I think what, like, Asad, when you, per- when you say, you know, social media works a certain way mm-hmm. where it presents you with things that you agree with, uh, that's not because of some like inherent law of physics that it does this. It's because no. it's because they make it. Do it's that. intentional, very, very deliberately. Yeah, and, yeah, the, yeah. and the reason that you know the the that they program it to do this is because that's what's most profitable for. Oh, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so it's this profit-driven economy mm-hmm. that's that's responsible for this entire phenomenon that we yeah. just discussed. Yeah. You know, like oh, absolutely because absolutely. they can fully program it to not do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that would be less profitable yeah. for them. Mm-hmm. And if I can jump in with, yeah, what's the fun in that? 
Can't influence, can't influence elections with that? Come on. <laughs> yeah, not even slightly. And this is the one final point um, that I think is most interesting about this entire idea is that for the vast majority of, and I'm going to pull the boomer word, of our, of our parents and our older generation, their sources of news have always been centralized, distributed centers that are generally funded by big organizations or the government. Um, nowadays, uh, it's a little bit more decentralized in that sense. Um, it's clearly going through like a, a corporation. Um, but people are basically being allowed to share what they consider to be news yes. with one another. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and that's something that has never occurred before. Now, yeah. that's, it's a conversation whether or not that's a good thing. <laughs> I do my utmost to use my social media for uh, good reasons. I regularly post things about Alberta COVID-19 updates, like like exhaustively long updates on Alberta's COVID-19 situation. But exactly, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. no, it's it's – but then that's – where we come back full circle to the art side of things. <laughs> Yo, and it's like, it, everything's just a social construction. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, on, a, on a neurological level, like your brain can alter. It's almost like a trauma response. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how like uh, emotional manipulation works. Gaslighting, right? Mm-hmm. I make you, Yeah, I make, you my something. I make you believe something you don't want to. But yeah. why can I do that? It's because all of it is, is a social construct. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. wild, man. Mic drop. Like it. Let's go. <laughs> what music we got coming up, baby? <laughs> we, got, we got some bangers. We got a we couple. We better of, have some bangers after that. A couple of funky <laughs> ones. This next one has like a, a, a calm introduction. Oh. Well, then it, then I'm it already hits. out, man. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. Lots of music to slap. Ooh-wee. All Let's right. It. Keep it locked. 90.9 CJSW. This is the SU Weekly Show. Woo!
play it faster. It's too fast.
A bit of a delay getting us back online here, but hey, we made it. Uh, the song that we just heard was Squid Cakes uh, by Tower of Power off the album Back to Oakland. And the uh, the song before that was Spain by Chick Corea uh, off of uh, the album Light as a Feather. But of course, uh, you know, it's one of Chick Corea's most famous songs. There are tons of versions by him, by other people. Uh, this just happens to be the version off of off of uh, uh, Light as a Feather. So, mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, in any case, uh, <laughs> that brings <laughs> us to the end of our time for today. Uh, everybody, uh, Assad is not in the booth with us anymore, but that's because he is hosting the VP Student Life Forum, uh, which will be happening as soon as we're done here, right at 12. Uh, on Instagram Live, so tune in to that to see our new, uh, well, our poss- possibly our new VP Student Life, uh, Adrian, yes. uh, being interviewed by Assad. And uh, yeah, as usual, uh, our two guests have chosen a song to wrap up the show with. Uh, can we get can we get some intros, Megan? What song did you pick? Yeah, so I selfishly chose my Ooh. song. <laughs> so my song is called "Megan Good" by Tierra Wack, and I chose it because my name is in it. Because your name is Megan. It's not spelled the same way, but you know what? <laughs> My name's in it, so mm. who cares if it's not spelled the right way? So you're basically famous. But like, is, I am is famous. the point of the song to just gas up Megan and make Absolutely. her feel really good? I wanted <laughs> to I be gassed that. up today. That's awesome. And Arib, what song did you pick? Absolutely, yeah. So I, I spent way too long scrolling through my playlist and trying to figure out what <laughs> song could possibly like represent anything of meaning. I sat there and I was like, I need to pick a tune of significance. I really got to move the nation. And then I realized I didn't really care. So, okay. Um, no, so the, the, the song I, I picked uh, talks about the... the I'm going to be a little bit rude and call it the monotony of life. Um, the fact that if you're not actively engaging yourself in th- things that you find interesting, you you become a bystander in your own life. Um, or maybe I'm just looking way too much into it because this is the song was <laughs> written by like a 16-year-old. I don't think. Uh, maybe it's not that deep, sis. Maybe it's not that deep. Uh, the song is called Thumbs by Sabrina Carpenter. Um, they told me it couldn't be a top 40 hit and it technically isn't. Technically so isn't top 40. Barely, barely scratching the surface of uh, acceptability right Adam, now. Adam, I hope hope we don't get you in trouble for this one uh so with that <laughs> uh thank you everybody for tuning in uh, we've got the good medicine show coming up right after this uh keep it locked 90.9 fm cjsw I don't got the last forever, but I thought we would Now you see me doing better, you won't treat me good Should've did when you had a chance, get a paper good I don't wanna take you back, you gon' say I should Oh, you gon' say I should I'm doing Megan good I'm doing Megan good Yeah, 
I'm doing making I think about how we had nothing and had dreams on getting money. But it seemed like when I signed, you got jealous, acting funny. Would have thought you had a monthly, boy, you took me through hell. I was faithful to you, loyal, when you did time in jail. You had rap dreams, too, why you ain't writing that cell? We had the same opportunity, I just chose to prevail. Lost a homie in 06, rest in peace to Darnell. No disrespect, it's 2020, can't continue to dwell. I was under your spell, had me sending Venmo and Zell. Why you out here sneaking bitches in the nicest hotels? Even when you cheated, I felt defeated, but didn't seem it. I went and cheated back, I was heated, now I'm conceited. Yeah. I know nothing lasts forever, but I thought we would. Now you see me doing better, you wanna treat me good. Should've did when you had a chance, get a paper good. I don't wanna take you back, you gon' say I should. Or you gon' say I should. I'm doing Megan good. I'm doing Megan good. I'm doing making I don't regret nothing we did, and I hope you don't either. I know it irritates your soul. The simple fact I don't need you. I used to feel like I would die if we wasn't speaking. Now I feel like I can fly, and I found my beacon. My heart won love, so I gotta supply it. Your love wasn't healthy, so I'm on a new diet. I'm through crying with you lying, cause I know better than that. Everything you did to me ain't no edit than that. This ain't no movie, Paul Mooney. You was acting up, fronting on me out in public. Now I'm backing up. I'm gone and I'm packing. Up. You missed your chance, passed it up, hashtag mad for what, come yeah. on I know nothing lasts forever, but I thought we would Now you see me doing better, you wanna treat me good Should've did when you had a chance, get a paper good I don't wanna take you back, you gon' say I should Or you gon' say I should I'm doing Megan good I'm doing Megan good I'm doing Megan good The way of the world, 